what does it take to build a high converting sales funnel? In today's episode, we dive deep into the five, my top five proven strategies for turning leads into paying clients that we've used over the past three and a half years really to help our client scale to the next level. And so if you're listening to this episode, I assume that you're looking for ways to just improve your overall conversion in terms of your funnel. So you're going to be, you know, so you're in it for a treat if that's what you're looking for. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, I am Jolie Demato, your host, former data scientist, turning to business growth strategist and ad agency owner. And in this podcast, it's really the place where you're going to get on a weekly basis, you know, sh- sh- bite-sized, short and actionable strategies that you can actually go ahead and implement to really elevate your brand, you know, simplify your business growth pathway and actually attract a higher caliber of clientele so you can actually create a business that's really centered around freedom, profit, and impact. So in this episode, we're going to really dive deep into what does it actually takes to, you know, build a high converting sales funnel because it's one of those things that keeps on coming up for when we work with clients, something that they face in terms of challenges, you know, they spent like months working with a copywriter, a funnel builder, but when they did launch the funnel, they were just, they didn't hear anything. It was just cricket they really couldn't convert at the level at which they thought uh, it should so they were like very confused in terms of okay why where's my ROI on all the work that went into building this funnel and you know paying all that stuff and you know and running all those ads towards to, to the funnel so what what went wrong so in this video I really in this episode I really want to share with you a couple of things that you want to have in mind that you can go back and audit once you've launched your funnel to see if you have those in, these in place and even before creating a funnel so that you can kind of a checklist that you can just go back to to make sure that your funnel is designed for success and is properly set up now one thing which I want to share first and foremost is that contrary to popular belief, uh, what what it takes to create a funnel that convert is not, you know, a, a, a software, a specific software or a flashy, you know, tactic or, you know, or even complex strategy, right? It's simply about really having a good understanding of human psychology and really crafting a seamless journey that allows your prospect to see them, them, themselves in the transformation that you outline on your copy on your funnel. So it's less about the technology; it's more about uh, the deep, the deep psychology that that makes the is, is funnel convert. And so the very first thing that we look at, the first thing that thing that you want to, that you want to have in mind when it comes to actually having a high converting sales funnel is to double down on simplicity and not on complexity, right? Because uh, simplicity actually allows you to amplify your message. It allows you to have more clarity and the more clear your prospects are in terms of what they're going to get by working with you, the more likely they're actually to go ahead and purchase from you, right? So if you focus so much on the tech, uh, on, on how fancy the funnel looks like or how, how the printing looks like on the funnel to the extent that you even forget about really having front and center what's the outcome that they're going to get after working with you and what's the time frame after which they're going to get the, the, that outcome you are literally going to you know blend in, in the noise and you are going to see lower conversion from your funnel so that's really the first thing just having in mind that if you are focusing on, on complexity when it comes to all the aesthetic part of the funnel that's not really what's going to drive the biggest conversion focus on clarity instead and to guide your prospect effortlessly you know towards the sales i remember one time we we're working with a with a client and they came to us from a place where they had like she had spent you know months building this very colorful and really branded funnel but it was not converting i think she, the, her funnel was converting at like it, i think it was 12 percent between 12 to 15 percent when she came so that's like opt-in right people were coming on the page they were signing up for her masterclass, which had a, a 50 15 percent uh opt-in rate on the front of, on the page and after watching her her master class she had about like one percent of people that will go ahead and purchase 
and she came to us in the place where she was like, okay, I've, I've, I know this this was made by a branding agency, but I don't know why we just can't keep, we, we, we are, we've been stuck into the 12%, 15% range, but we are not really able to go beyond that what's happening. And looking at her funnel, it was beautiful. It was actually, you know, very, very aesthetically pleasing but it was really there, there was no authority positioning in terms of what what makes what made her uniquely qualified to actually work with those clients she didn't have any social proof on, the, on her funnel the main outcome the main transformation that her that her program or that her masterclass was, was delivering on was not even included in the in the, in the headline on of her funnel so all of those things by changing or by adding those onto her funnel were able to actually up her conversion from 15 percent to 15 percent all the way up to 35 percent and just by so okay let's let's go let's keep the main thing the main thing and let's go let's first speak to people that let's first give to your audience what they actually want and send them on what they actually you know desire when it comes to working with you and i think that's something that's typically business owner uh tend to uh, put on the back seat they think okay if my fun if my funnel looks good i'm going to it's going to convert which is not the case your client first of all looking good is is very subjective so what might look really good for you might look very not good for someone else no right not aesthetically pleasing for someone else so it's very subjective but one thing that's always objective is what people need right and when someone is aware when someone is acutely aware of their pain points their frustration and when they see solution that, they can, that can help them bridge the gap from where they are to wherever they want to be they're more likely to take an action because that's just com com common across all of your target audience so having that at the forefront always helps uh, so that's the first thing really focusing on clarity because that's what that's what is going to help you amplify your message and really crystallize your message to attract high quality of clients that actually need what you have to offer them the second thing that is really about understanding your customer journey right and i think it's something that you probably, you probably heard over and over again but here it's really about uh, knowing exactly what drive your your target audience because it's not really about you uh, wanting to sell what you have to offer it's about okay what what how, how does what you have to sell uh, help them have a better life on the back end right how does your service how does your offer help your client really uh, fulfill on their need really get closer to the desire really achieve a specific transformation and once you've uh once you are clear on those on those desire and those things of your target audience you are able to create a customer journey which i would say okay which which type which which step of the funnel do i need to show them based on how where they are of my point right so if someone has never seen who you are and they're just coming across your content for the first time it will be very um it will be not recommended, for instance, to say, to send, to see them, to show them a checkout page, right? So it's also about okay, which step of the funnel sh sh do I show, show my prospect based on the level of, of intimacy that I've built with them? If they're complete stranger that have never heard about me, what do I what do they need to see first before they even see my offer on the back end, right? If they are if they've been following you, if they've been following me for a while on social media, and if they're really aware of my of my brand, my offer, my you know what, what I bring to the table, which step of the funnel do I bring to them? So we like to bring it, um, we like to break it down into the awareness stage. Um, either they are most aware, it's meaning that they know your offer, they know who you are, and they actually want to work with you, but are just looking for okay, what, uh, they're maybe looking for some urgency element to pull the trigger and actually you know maybe an incentive to work with you, like they, they are most aware, or maybe they're just in a place where they are just aware of who you are, but maybe they have, they're not aware of the offer that you do, that, that you do have, that you do offer at the moment, or they might not even be aware of who you are, they may be completely unaware of who you are, but just aware of the 
problem, they, they desire, they need. So depending on how, depending on first of all, the level of awareness of your target audience when it comes to you and to your brand, but also the awareness that they have in terms of whatever they're struggling with should really uh, indicate which step of the funnel you show them in, you show them in the first place and what you put on, on that on that on that page, for instance. So what we've seen that what we've seen work for our client, for instance, is that if we if someone has come across our client content, maybe through uh, you know our client our client brand through her through the ads through her content organically, uh, maybe through a podcast interview to 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 um, a conference, right? What we're gonna show them. Is completely different than someone that has not even aware of who she is. Because we first, we typically we first want to build familiarity. We first want to build trust before we show a an offer before before we show a conversion piece of content to the to, to the prospect. So the way in which it looks like for us is point. For instance, if someone has never is not even aware of you who you are, you might want to lead by first giving them value, building goodwill. It might be through video content that you just uh, push and and put a uh, spend behind on maybe Facebook or Instagram. And once they are aware of your brand, then you can send them to a page who ask, asking them to open, asking them to convert. It's you are always what we've seen at least working with clients that we've always seen a lower cost per lead a lower cost per conversion a lower cost per book call once we ask a direct response once we show a direct response ads to someone that has, that has already been like you know warmed up to their to their presence and i think one of the reasons why some people struggle with their funnels is that sometimes they send completely cold traffic to a page asking them to take an action asking them to purchase asking them to sign up asking them to buy but the person is like I'm, i have no clue who this girl is i don't have no clue who this guy is why should i work with them you know why should i take the next step in in, in this relationship with them so you need to be really wary of okay who is this ad who is who is this part of my, my funnel going to be shown to and is my messaging on that funnel is going to be aligned with with how familiar they are with my brand and how familiar they are with their pain point, right? I hope that makes sense. And so the third thing that you also that you want to be aware of when it comes to improving your sales funnel and conversion is actually con having um compelling offer. I think having an irresistible offer is really the keystone, really, uh, when it comes to converting your funnel. And typically what you you know one, one of the mistakes which that we see happen over and over again is people wanting to sell their offer wanting to sell thinking okay I'm, this is what i have to offer this my uh, i'm going to help you whether that's maybe lose weight i'm going to help you make more money i'm going to help you find uh heal your relationship or heal your past trauma and they have those very generic um transformation that they, that they put us at the forefront of the funnel, right? It's, so it's like, okay, we are going to get this vanilla results if you work together. And the truth is people don't buy generic solution. People buy specific solution that they want, that they know with the time frame that's required to get the solution. So being the more the more you are clear on the transformation that they are going to get working with you, and the more you put that at the forefront of your funnel, the better conversion you're going to see on the back end. So, and you want to pose, you want to think, okay, what's the biggest pain point that my target audience has? Like, what's the biggest thing that keeps them awake at night? Right? And how do I translate that into a promise a, that I can highlight in the in the headline of my uh, of my sales page? Because you like, I think it was um, Ogilvy that said that if you once you've written the headline of your sales page, you've already spent like eighty bucks if you have one dollar. So like literally, literally, the headline of the headline and subheadline of your sales page should really highlight the main thing that they get working with you. And I see so many business owners sometimes or even marketers that are going to bury the lead and they're gonna have those like they they, they don't want to sell themselves and they're going to be like, oh, I just, I'm just going to be humble and not really. Um, you know how like what we actually do because it's going to be too much it's like it's like bragging I, i'm just going to 
give a very generic um, result in terms of what we are able to achieve. But what you want to realize is that we live in an age where the market is just very saturated and chances are your prospect, your ideal prospect, I have heard similar claims as yours in the past. So if you actually want to cut through the noise, you want to be very specific and you want to be very clear in terms of what you're able to deliver. Because the better you are able to articulate what which results your offer delivers to your prospect, the more likely they are to trust you and the more likely they are to take the next step because they know for sure what they're going to get working with you. There's a clear program promise. There's a clear transformation that's going to be delivered after they work with you. And also, if you can add a specific time frame, okay, you are going to get this result by doing this thing like we've had a client that we were working with she was stuck at $150,000 per month to $180,000 per month and she really wanted to get to that multiple six-figure uh, you know, range. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm, we've been making six-figure inconsistently but we are really looking to supercharge our um, our process and make, and make more. And so what we've done is like we've just went from saying, she was saying, okay, I'm going to help you make more money. I'm going to help you build a business that you can fall in love with and, uh, you know, create generational wealth. That was her claim, which were nice, which have, which has, which had gotten her to the six month inconsistent in her business. But by coming in and saying, okay, we are going to, I'm going to help you because we, 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 we pull back the layer and say, okay, who is actually, who actually do you want to work with? And who is that ideal client for you? You know, and she was like, okay, I, what I know I can do for them, I can help them make six figure in 60 days. Is. that's a claim that i feel comfortable because i've helped other clients do that i can feel i feel comfortable having that having that at the forefront of my marketing and we said okay sweet so we had that claim on the front on at the forefront of sales page ad copy you know video uh, video ads what have you and we literally were able to 5x her revenue in a matter of months so she went from making like hundred and eighty thousand on average to making five hundred and thirty five thousand dollars a month with her, with her business simply because we were really able to clearly articulate what was the end game what was the transformation that her offer that her offer was bringing to her client and we had a similar um instance with the fitness coach as well that came to us he was making like 15k 20k per month and it was like okay i really need to scale this i think i, I know i can do so much more in with my business and his claim i mean his offer was like i'm going to help you lose weight he was working with he was a fitness coach for women i'm going to lose i'm going to help you lose weight i'm going to help you you know feel more confident in your skin uh and all those you know feel good stuff we say okay that's nice but what's actually one of the core desire of your target audience right and we, we after doing market research and really pulling back the layer doing uh, going through our process of you know a deep dive offer deep dive and avatar positioning we uh, i mean avatar deep dive and offer positioning after going through that process we realized okay one of the biggest desire of his target market was actually they wanted to grow a bigger butt they wanted to have you know um be more jacked in that sense you know and we said okay i'm going to we are going to get a fat ass in 30 days that was the big claim that we put at the forefront of his, of his marketing and he was able to go from making like 20 15k per month to making like 60 to 60 per month and again the one thing one of the main things that we changed to drove to drive those offers was really uh how we position what they were doing right what how we position the result that their offer was um was getting for the client so coming back again to what i was saying is that it's not much about the complexity or the how many steps your funnel are it's really understanding okay what's the what who is going to see this funnel who's going to see this step of the funnel first and foremost how aware of, are they of what i'm doing and or who I am and their pain points and how can I put in front of them an offer that's going to be compelling enough to get them to take the next step, right? Um, and of course, that comes back again to copywriting, really understanding uh, that it's not about the buzzwords or the cliche, uh, you know, the cliche, um, I would say the cliche outcome that uh, 
said by everyone out there in the, in the same in the same space as yours. You really want to dish the hype and you know lead with authenticity, lead with lead with transparency, so that you actually resonate with your target audience. One thing that we've seen always always helps improve conversion when it comes to actually leading with authenticity, what with authenticity and transparency. It's really having social proof, right? We, that's why when someone work when a client comes and wants to work with us, we always ask them, do you have video testimonial do you have like written testimonial because we need to showcase those it's like it's nothing works best than someone seeing other people just like them having achieved the level of result that they are aiming for it just drives them it makes them feel like oh my god if they've done it i can do it myself you know i've seen someone just like me that has done it so i decisions like i can do it as well so always thinking about leveraging those um those 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 results of your client you know be willing to brag whether that's on your sales funnel whether that's on your ads whether that's on your emails really showcase those those, those, those that social proof because it's going to help you convert way more um and in a faster in a more aligned way than you've ever done before and so the final the final uh step is really something which i think is not really uh, unfortunately, I think most business owners, that's the place where they kind of just give up because just at, at this point, it's just like, it's too much. I've done too much hard work. I can't, I can't handle anything less, anything else, but it's really about testing, right? It's about, um, testing analyzing and iterating i feel like sometimes when, when we launch something you want to expect as, as a marketer as a business owner to that there's going to be a, a requirement for you to be able to iterate tweak optimize and really having been in, in a season of continuous optimization because even no matter how amazing your funnel worked like last year or a couple of months ago you should always be in the place where you expect that at some point it's going to stop working the way in which the way in which it used to and you might have to just go back to the drawing board and with your team and you know improve things and i feel like that's kind of the this sometimes the place where some business owners are just that they struggle a bit to uh think okay this has worked for some time but it's not working anymore let's change let's let's change something let's tweak let's improve let's optimize so whenever so having really doing a b testing you know uh split testing tracking the metric and understanding what are the gaps in them what, what's the breakdown in my funnel what what's the What's what's my conversion on the front end? What's my what must what's my conversion on the middle of my funnel? What's the conversion on the back end? Uh, and what why is the biggest gap? Where what what can I change? And really thinking about optimizing one thing at a time instead of wanting to change the whole funnel is going to get you way further faster. And the last thing, of course, we live in an, in, in the, the age of AI, so I couldn't leave this episode without talking about the whole of uh, the power of automation and just when it comes to scaling your funnel, you know, uh, you might want to think about how do i merge automation and a human touch for instance what we are doing for uh what we're doing for client now we are having uh when we run ads maybe we run, we run lead from ads for them in the past we'll have um, a one of our social seller get in touch with the lead within five minutes of them coming on board but we've now built chatbots that allow us to message those prospects and we've you know we fed the chatbot with some knowledge base so that they are always self-improving as time goes by, because we've been training them for the past couple of months. And so what we've done is that once we have those leads coming in uh, and they are going through the process of, you know, scheduling a call and getting on the call with the sales team, we have those, those chatbots that are there to nurture them and send them, you know, either a reminder or just asking them questions and really seeing how warm they are. And once 
they are with your once they have like a specific inquiry that's where we can transfer them to a sales team you know someone someone in the team so that's i think having um thinking about how you can use ai and a human human touch to really uh, supercharge your um sales funnel is going to be key because you 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 really want to think about how what are some of the things that i'm doing now that can be either automated delegated uh to really get a better a better customer to get a, to get a better customer experience and a better conversion on, on the back end and so that's what that's one thing that we've been doing that's been super helpful when it comes to increasing those conversions so those are the five things the top five things that we've seen that you can do as well you know right away to get high converting sales funnel it's not really about uh following trend or the latest marketing hack like it's uh or you know or just copying what other people are doing in your industry and praying that it's going to work for you it's really about understanding your audience at a deeper level and crafting offer that's different from what they've seen in the past and that clearly articulate what makes what you do different and you're not even different but better than what they've seen in the past and um and why what they've done hasn't worked i think that's one of the biggest things not just saying oh i have this new thing i have these brand new things but it's like okay i have this brand new thing and you're going to get result because in the past you've tried these different things and they haven't worked because you were doing this thing wrong you know i think that's really the nuance that you want to have when it comes to scaling um your cell funnel and so yeah employee simplicity lead with authenticity really with authenticity and you know have customer have your customer lead at the forefront of of your of your funnel and just ask yourself is this aligned with um how aware they are of who i am and how are they are of what they're struggling with and i think you'll be further along than and someone that doesn't have this you know principal marketing principle um in their mind so that's that's it for this episode i hope you got value uh thank you so much for uh, listening throughout uh if you got value make sure to share this with someone that may help with another business owner another entrepreneur and subscribe to the podcast we have new episode coming in every single week and i will see you on the next one until then i wish you a lovely rest of the week take care of yourself take care of yours and um, i will see you, see you then bye bye